At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSEN's Best Bets, giving you VSEN's top talent, handicappers, and guests to catch you up on what you may have missed. Top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. Yes, we are live for the, about yesterday's big game, Super Bowl 58. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you. A little bit later on in the show, Michael Lombardi is going to join the program for a couple of segments, go over his thoughts to uh, the game last night at a bunch of offseason news as well so there you go it's a good day today paulie to be alive and for the you can't bet against patrick mahomes crowd can't do it they cashed it and uh for that reasoning alone they had a very good night last night if you were betting him to win the mvp before during the game whenever and uh just on the chiefs and that that was like the consensus for the last two weeks man so many people were on the chiefs and they got paid so I don't know how he did it again last night, but they did. I mean, I thought the Niners should have had a much bigger lead than they, and we'll get on into this throughout the entire show today. They shot themselves in the foot, in my opinion, over and over and over in that game last night. But when it's all said and done, this dude's got three Super Bowls already and he lost another one. And oh, by the way, the other two times he lost the AFC title game in overtime at home. That's where he's at in his career. Yeah. This was the year you were supposed to get them, too. They're not even that good? No, they were the three seed. I know. They had to go to Buffalo. They had to go to... But the team that's kicking themselves other than the Niners is Baltimore. (laughs) They couldn't move the ball against us. We're at home. We were supposed to win that game. Come on. But it's uh, it's not fair now. I mean, how good he was in the fourth quarter in overtime, and now to win three at the age of 28 and three MVPs? I mean, this is uh, who knows what it, what his career looks like when it's all said and done. But I, between the penalties and and the 49ers should have had a bigger lead, silly penalties, and also just I mean, make one play. You got to make one play. Third and five at the two minute warning. You pick up the first down. You're going to kick a game winning field goal. Game's right? over. You got that. You're inside the 10 yard line in overtime. You have to settle for a field goal. It goes on and on. And McCaffrey fumbling on the first drive. Moody misses the extra point, which would loom large. How about the muffed punt 
Enormous. That, that, that wasn't the punt returner's fault. That was enormous. That's 10-6. They have the lead. They're getting the ball, and the Chiefs can't do anything. Sure. that's We're coming up. That's, like, that's three minutes to go in the third quarter, Paul. Yeah. Handed them seven points. Like Mahomes, yep. If you go back and look at and watch the entire game, Mahomes was average to below average for the first three quarters of the game. You had them. Yeah. You had them right where you wanted them. And just opportunity and how many drives. Oh, 10-yard penalty with the uh, holding. Oh, there's a false start on the 49ers now again. It's just like over and over and over again. And you're right. For that team not to get points on the opening drive was an absolute killer. Yeah. I know Pacheco did the same thing, but that's McCaffrey doesn't fumble. Yeah. And that and they're, they're going right down the field on him, and McCaffrey's gashing him, and then he puts it on the ground. And the other one, how about you get the interception to start the second half? You can't do anything. Nothing. You can't convert what off they, of that. They took over, what, the 40? Oh, yes. Yards? Tremendous field position. Oh, God, Kyle So you had Shannon. all – Kelsey, you're doing a great job on Kelsey. He's doing nothing in the game. Yes. And then eventually, by the end of it, when it's all said and done, he actually has pretty good numbers. But overall, you're exactly right. I mean – they failed to convert after the Mahomes INT when it was 10 to 10 to 3. They, this is the part that absolutely killed me. Killed me. As a fan of the, of the game. Watching the play calling to begin the second half for the 49ers. And Shanahan did it again. He lost his mind. You have this team again right where you want them. You have McCaffrey. You can sprinkle in some of the other running backs if you want. Whatever. You start the quarter the second half by having six consecutive passes, not one run, and you had nothing to show for it whatsoever. When they had to mm-hmm. punt on the second drive after six, back, you know, two, three and outs after six passes to begin that half, that's when I said, Shanahan's a bum. <laughs> I got to bet Chiefs in play. I found them plus 285. I couldn't trust him. The, the, guy, the guy was off the rails to begin the half, Paulie. Plus 285. Oh, yeah. I'm looking around. The Chiefs are getting the ball back down 10-3. Oh. One book had plus 285. I'm looking around like Circa had plus 175, 185 in that range. Okay. Yeah. Because I I, I didn't think they they weren't moving the ball. And the 49ers defense was doing an excellent job. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and the dominating and, and that for there was there were long stretches of the game where the D line was dominating on both sides. Oh, yeah. And they and the O line had no answer. But again, you had a coach losing his mind where you're coming out pass, pass, pass. And where's all the other stuff about, uh, you know, pitching the ball to McCaffrey and getting them out in space? Where you know, they're so they've been so good. And was big when they had McDaniel too. They would do that, but the pitch run to McCaffrey and Mitchell and that, which was which was unstoppable, which he got away from. But he, you know, it was it was it was bizarre all the way around, and just a a weird first three quarters, and then the madness ensues, and it's an all time moose. If the game would have gone over, oh no kidding! Oh my god! You think about that for a second. If they don't score that touchdown, they have to kick a field goal. We're tied at twenty two. Then all bets are off. Absolutely. Yeah. But then it becomes sudden death. So then, no, it does. I mean, but I mean, you, you never get, know. Yeah, you don't know. You get a touchdown, and then people yeah. are going to be screaming "Holy hell!" and rightfully so for weeks on end. I can't believe he took the ball to start overtime. I wasn't a fan of that. Now Andy Reid was asked about it. He goes, "Everyone, we talked about it. Our team says you absolutely were going to defer." Yeah, and then Shanahan said it was because we wanted the ball third because then it becomes sudden death. Right. But as many people pointed out, that the Chiefs are playing four down football. Right. You're playing three down football. And then if you don't score, well, then it is sudden death on your first drive. It is. And so oh, that was, I, that, it, I, you know, some people were saying, well, the defense was gassed and that's you got to kick off. That also comes down to and I get it like the Chiefs really didn't do a lot offensively before that overtime. 
and they were settling for a lot of field goals. My God, my Harrison Bucker MVP ticket was live there for a minute at 400. Thought we had it. 10 to 1. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, they, if they get the ball in overtime first, kick right. a field goal and get a stop, he has five, he's, the, he's the MVP. I think he has it. He has five in the, the all-time yeah. record? Yeah, I think he has to get it. I think he's going to get that award. Chiefs to make the longer field goal, never in doubt. Easy money. <laughs> the, uh, Can you believe right? that? Well, the, how about this? If Moody makes the extra point, does Andy Reid kick down four with five minutes left? I don't think so. Because that would have made it 20 to 19. Right. And then you get a stop. He hits the game winner 22-20. wins it. Yeah. I don't think he kicks it there, though. Do you? No. Fitz laughed at me. I said, I said you never know. Fitz, I, uh, Fitz says he goes for it? Yeah. So he says it's a no-brainer. I said, maybe he kicks. No, it's, it's, still it's, five, it's, plenty. There's five minutes left. You're down one. It's absolutely a discussion. Yeah. I mean, that's what we were having at the house watching it. We're like, yeah. uh, I don't think he would kick the field goal if the extra point was made. Uh-huh. And how about that, by the way? This, it never fails. It, I yeah. swear to God, it never fails when a team is really, really bad in the special teams. And oh, by the way, that's right. <laughs> the Niners were magnificent on special teams last night until they weren't. Uh-huh. They were, I mean, the, the Conley plays that he made, yep. the Moody with the 55 yarder, but then that missed extra point. And then just, you know, like Ray Ray McLeod saw it coming from a mile away. He's like, get out of the way, get out of the way. And then it bounces off his teammate's leg Horrible and he's got to try to recover it. Yep. Fire, fire, right? Yeah. And then it hits him right in the foot. And that uh, that change was enormous play. He handed him seven points. The other one, how do you not? It was so close, but Butker's fifty-seven yard field goal should could have been blocked. That's two very, guys could have got a paw on that. He kicked it so low because yes. he wanted to fire it, you know, is with as much torque behind that as possible. And that was a great replay, by the way. It was yes. Gregory and another player who almost had it. But then again, when you look at the flip side, the injuries in the game last night, how, how fluky was the Greenlaw injury? And that, that no, played a factor because the backup was, I mean, Romo kept pointing that out. Like, they're clearly missing Greenlaw now because the backup can't handle Kelsey and other players like in the middle of the field. What a fluke injury. Oh. He can't wait to run on the field and his get ready after the special teams play and he tears his Achilles. Oh, and then Samuel was in and out of the lineup and then Kittle left. Kittle got hurt. Boy, Kittle did nothing. Uh, absolutely Good call nothing. From Frank B. Yeah, he had the long pass, which was called back by the hold, but Kittle, nothing in the game. Um, uh, that was. Did they even really? It didn't seem like they really targeted him that often. No, no. I thought IU played really, really well. They could probably could have gone to him yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And I do think Purdy missed uh, Samuel a couple of times. That one on the right side of the end zone. Samuel's going like this. I got him. I got, he had the guy burnt by five yards. He had Ayuk wide open for a touchdown. There was confusion right. there too about was he going inside or outside. And then how about uh, it's fitting we get the finally we get the the new the game with the new rule. And we go out on the final game of the season. I've been calling for it all season. But uh, we get the overtime, and I, there was so many people who didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, there was did the clock matter? Didn't it matter? Was it, it was just going to roll over? Into the, they didn't explain it till no, like two they, minutes left. So the entire time, as we're watching that again, I'm trying to explain to people, like this is going to go to a second overtime. Uh-huh. If the clock runs out, you have nothing to panic about here. My phone's blowing up the entire time. I'm like, no, no, there's a second overtime. But uh-huh. it, was, yeah. it was never really explained at all to get the entire crowd ready for what we were watching. So there was mass confusion from coast to coast last night. There's no need to even put the clock up there. I would agree with that. Yeah, because it's going to change fields, and then you start the second overtime. That's right. Who wins the MVP if the Niners win the game? McCaffrey. It's close, though. It's McCaffrey or Juwan Jennings? Well, yes, he had 80 yards rushing and receiving. No, I know. I know. I think it would have been a close vote, too. I think people make the case for Juwan Jennings. 
That would have been tough. McCaffrey had so many touches. I, yeah, I think I think McCaffrey would have won. What was uh, I think Jennings, by the way, was 300 or more. Yeah. To win the MVP, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Should have been higher. But that that also, I mean, his receiving prop we talked about it yesterday, 15 and a half. Yeah. Frank Beeline. I mean, that was his receiving prop was 15 and a half. We think he's going to win MVP. <laughs> uh, that so his touchdown pass will a third player or will it be more That's than right. two and a half players have a touchdown pass that was 35 to one yep that bad boy came in yeah shop around i saw as low as 10 Oof. i mean come yeah oof the right oh. <laughs> you gotta be kill my aching ass yeah uh, and, and, so that and for that to be the first touchdown of the game uh-huh yep. and the chiefs did not that was live by the way no touchdowns in the first half was absolutely live yeah. for a while yeah Scoreless quarter off the bat. Yeah, the first drive of the game, three minutes and 15 seconds. That's a vicious beat. I mean, this was uh, there's a, was something always cashing every other play. They're going great. right down the field, and the I fumble know. is the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think if you bet the 49ers to have the longest field goal of the game and not win that ticket, that hurts. <laughs> that's a tough one. That's that's really bad. I can't believe Andy Reid tried a 57. was fourth and six. He tries a 57-yard field goal. It's only fourth and six. It's no big whoop. It's Mahomes. Yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSIN daily newsletter. In today's newsletter, Bill 80 recaps all the prop bets and how the books did. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight to your inbox, absolutely free. VSIN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Do it now. 
Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His uh, show, Lombardi Line, is coming up today at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. out here on the West Coast. Michael, good morning. Thanks for the time, as always. It's bright and early here on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Uh, we've been kicking this game around now for three full hours. Did, do you think the Chiefs won the game last night, or did the 49ers blow it? No, I, I think the Chiefs won it. I mean, look, the, you know, the game was long. We kind of thought it would go there. I think probably one of the hard parts of the game was Moody missing that extra point created Andy to get off the hook down in the red zone. I know Romo was screaming for him to go to it instead of tie the game up, which was a third. But if that's a 17 to 13 game, San Francisco could win the game on that play. And it's a 16-13 game. He kicks the field goal. He sends the game basically, you know, and then all of a sudden, or, or it was a 19-16 game at that point, and he sends the game to overtime. Whereas if it's a 20-16 to 16 game, he's got to go for it. And if they get that stop, they win the game. So, no, I, I think, look, the secret to all victory lies in the organization of the not obvious. That's what Marcus Aurelius once said. And I think this game was living proof of that quote. And, and, when you look at it, the third and the third down play before the Moody long field goal, I mean, split zero. They don't get into the right protection. They don't make the play. Red zone, third and four. Split zero again. Got a guy open. They blow the protection up front in the end zone, mm-hmm. and they don't make the play. You know, and whereas Mahomes, fourth and one, scrambles. You know, they made all the key plays, and, you know, that's the difference between the two teams. Based on that quote, and I love that quote. You've used it before. I think it's very fitting. Uh, is it too obvious then for me to say the biggest play of the game was the muff punt? Yeah, it is. I mean, look, you know, you can't, and I don't fault McLeod. I mean, he saw the kids hit his foot. He had sure. to go get it, you know? Yep. Yep. And so he had us to try to jump on it, you know? And so he, he, it's unfair to say he muffed it, but yeah, I think so. Because I mean, look, the Niners defense as it, you know, they lose Greenlaw, but they were still getting pressure. They had him frustrated a little bit. But here's, the, here's where the secret to all victory lies in the organization of the not obvious. When you are a zone team, okay, when you are a zone team and you have to engage in a man-to-man game at the most critical times, you're just not good enough to do it. But when you're a man-to-man, zine, a man-to-man team and you have to play some zone, you can become better. So it's a little bit like if you have a fastball, but you don't have a curveball, eventually you get hit. And you've got to have, as defense, you have to have three pitches. And the Chiefs defensively have three pitches. San Francisco, at the end of the day, because of the way they've been into this Pete Carroll scheme, because of the way they have been into the zone concepts, because they're so good up front, they don't have three pitches. And I think at the end of the day, if I'm Kyle Shanahan flying back to San Francisco, there's two things on my list of things to do. One, we've got to have a better answer for blitz zero, or we've got to be able to communicate it. Maybe they do. It just didn't get communicated. And secondly, we're going to have to become a one-third man team, a one-third zone team, and a one-third man zone team. Another baseball analogy, you called Mahomes Mariano Rivera. I mean, this guy, you get the, he's going to score in that situation, it seems, every time where he has a chance to win the game or if he needs points, he's going to get them. Right. And I, and I think people are, you know, look, San Francisco's defense was on the field at the end of the game. So when it gets to overtime, they took the ball. Yeah. They put their defense back out there. Maybe, the, maybe Mahomes goes right down the field easily because they were exhausted. And San Francisco had a nine-minute drive. Or what were they had almost a seven-minute drive. They almost ate up the whole half the quarter. You know, the, the difference is, to me, the most – substantial reason to not to defer 
is because it allows you to have four downs. It allows you to play a and Mahomes is great on three downs, but man, he's really good when it's four downs. And so if some of those situations where it was fourth and one, he might've had a punt there, you know? And so when you bring the fourth down into play, he's hard enough to defend. And the reason I call him Mariano Rivera is you just don't want him having the ball uh, at the end of the game, you don't want to have to face him down, either down three, up three, whatever it is. And, you know, the one play that I think to me that I thought of immediately was on the fourth and one when he scrambled, Bosa went down the line on that play. Yep. You know, had I, if I would have been the defense coordinator, I would have said at all costs, go after Mahomes. Okay. And then they won the Super Bowl if that happens. Absolutely. What did you see? I mean, he ran the ball. If, if, if Bosa goes up the field and takes him out of the game, because you knew they were putting the ball in his hands. Uh-huh. They were not putting the ball in Pacheco's hands. See, this is where, this is where again, let's go back to the secret of all victory. This is why you have to practice, at least when you're playing in these big games, you have to have, got to have it plays. You got to practice it as a defense. If they, you know, we now look. I wrote about it in Gridiron Genius. We practice got to have your plays, and they still got the ball to Owen Daniels. So sometimes, even when you know it's coming, it comes. You can't stop it. But on fourth and one, you know Mahomes is going to get the ball. You know he's going to make a play. And when that when they broke the huddle, I thought it was going to be sprint right option. Bosa was on the right. Bosa okay. was on the left side of that line. If Bosa goes up the field, there's no sprint right option. It takes him out of the play. Oh, excellent. Also, as a great X's and O's guy, what did you see why they couldn't get anything to Kelsey early and then they had no answer for Kelsey in the second half and late? I don't know what happened there. I got to watch the all 22 to really get my hands around it because that to me was the was the, the factor. You know, I mean, look, he spread the ball around. I didn't think Jennings would have that big of a day, but he was great. Jennings could have had another second touchdown. You know, in the red zone, he's wide open, I think, in the back of the end zone, but, but Purdy couldn't throw the ball. I, I think we got to study that because that, to me, is another part of the game that I didn't understand. Why didn't Kittle get the ball? And everybody was playing Kittle on his overtotals. And, and you're going to have to watch the All-22 because, you know, we don't get that on TV. I mean, we don't get a lot of stuff on TV, let's be clear. <laughs> how about how big the special teams played in terms of trying long field goals? I mean, he was in a tough spot the first one because it was fourth and a mile, and Moody hits from 55, and he kicks a 57-yard a field goal on fourth and six. But then he misses the extra point, which yeah. at the end of the day changed the tenor of the game. Yeah. I mean, look, the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs, he pinned them back. Wisniewski was great, and he's one of the best inside 20 punters in the league. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, everything has to work perfectly for you. You know, I did not think this would be a 13-possession game for each team. Because, you know, when you break it down, but again, as I said earlier on the show, let's look at the fourth quarter. San Francisco goes touchdown, field goal, end of half, field goal, fourth quarter, overtime, field goal, field goal, touchdown. I mean, the last five, four drives of, of the Chiefs went touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown. Why is that? Is it because San Francisco was not good anymore? No, it's because their defensive line is tired. Sure. And that's what we don't, and, and the game, what people don't realize, it's hot in there. It's even though it's a dome, it's hot, it's humid that the players wear down. And again, this comes back to we have to have a little bit. When he started blitzing, when 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 Wilk started blitzing, it just wasn't effective, right? I mean, they throw the ball or they they got a cross or a rice. Kelsey comes across the formation. You know, to me, they're just not good at that. And to get guys out, you have to have all the pitches in your pitch count. 
Yeah, and I thought the Greenlaw injury to tie in what you're saying there, I thought that played out to be a massive loss, obviously, for the 49ers. And to your point about the special teams, isn't it funny how it normally plays out like that? For the whole season, the Niners did not have good special teams, and clearly that edge went to the to the Chiefs. In that game last night, Michael, the 49ers were playing an amazing game on special teams until the punt that gave the Chiefs ball the ball back and the missed extra point. So it did come back to bite them. It did. It, essentially, it gave them eight points. Yeah. You think about it. It gave them yeah. eight points. You know, they get the touchdown to Scanling, they blow that coverage, and then, of course, they miss the extra point, which I don't know how he misses the extra point. I still don't know that. Because the kid, to me, when he made that long field goal to put the game at 19-16, I said to my son, this kid's going to be the best. With that kick, he becomes, his confidence is going to really rise. Because Jim Harbaugh has always told me what a great kicker this guy was. He loved him, and it's just a question of his confidence. And that kick gave him, should give him confidence and propel him in the next season. And I think that's going to be key. But again, like you say, whatever becomes a problem during the season in the most critical times, if you don't fix it, it becomes another problem, you know? And look, the Chiefs figured it out. I mean, when they lost to the Raiders, everybody thought they'd be one and done in the playoffs. And they won four straight in the playoffs. Under all the conditions that they had a winner in. How long do you think Andy's going to coach? You know, he was evasive with the questions. I don't, I, I think he's going to keep coaching. I, what is Andy going to do? I mean, what will yeah. Andy do? He doesn't have any. You think that body's playing golf? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? I mean, I, I'm sure he could be a food critic. You know, he could live in Las Vegas or write reviews. Or, <laughs> I mean, like the guy's a foot, he's a ball coach. I mean, yeah. it's like people say, what's Belichick going to do? He's going to keep working on ball. I mean, when you're a ball coach and that's what you know, that's what you do. Yeah, he's, he needs to get in touch with uh, Joey Chestnut, I think. Yes, he does. So he, he might, oh, he, man, he killed Joey. <laughs> he killed Joey. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber to get access to daily sports betting articles, betting tools, power rankings, and picks sent to your inbox every day. Head to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't already, check out the new vcin.com. It's all about all the props that cashed, all the props that didn't cash yesterday. Controversial props, if you will. Check out the new vcin.com today. By the way, controversial prop, we were just talking off air about longest kickoff return yeah there was, was no kickoff return and so bets got voided all the unders thought they were going to win that but in some shops it gets voided that's rough yeah that's rough that's rough i know that was one of matt brown's bets there was some people tweeting back and forth on it today so i, I that, that's tough i mean that's part of the i thought that was part of the handicap for sure yeah so i lose my final exacta Chiefs to be, excuse me, the Niners to beat the Chiefs. You will recall before the championship games, I said to you, I go, well, I've got the Niners to beat the Ravens. I got the Niners to beat the Chiefs and I got the Ravens to beat the Niners. So clearly the Chiefs will beat the Niners in the Super Bowl. I uh, did hit Patrick Mahomes rushing yards over 26 and a half. Did hit the Christian McCaffrey minus 160, most receiving and rushing yards. Those are easy. Uh, did hit the Hughes check one, which is not listed here yeah. at plus 270 over half a yard. 
did not obviously hit the exacto or the MVPs and didn't get the opening kickoff to be a touchback. But we knew that was dead, or I knew that was dead as soon as Butker was the one kicking it off, right? That was the that was the calculus there. So three props cash, um, including the plus 270. So not bad there. But the exactas all die um, along with the, the Eagle Futures earlier. So thank God for tennis being up 14 and a half units on the season to uh, to, you know, make it palatable and it really just sort of being a wash at this point you had uh let's see on all yours you end up six and five on yours yeah it was pretty good the pacheco ones uh that hurt but uh yeah still a winning day so hard to complain about that obviously obviously the blue gate blue gate rating kyle you check anytime touchdown those are huge they weren't, weren't huge bets so uh the but pacheco and kittle were not great uh that those didn't get home um, but yeah, getting the use check, but you know, big plus money. That was nice. Um, we got the Mahomes rushing, rushing ones over and then all the chief stuff. It, it really, it came down to came to, it would have been a, it was ended up a, a winning small winning Super Bowl for me. It would have been about break even if the chiefs lost, you know so, what I mean? So let's talk about, well, let's start with the overtime decision. Okay. Let's, let's get this out of the way. So this is, wait, wait, can I, can I go to the play before that? Please. Did you not think at all that Chiefs had enough time to try to run one more play with six seconds left? Yeah. Well, this was what I was talking about in the in the yeah. uh, in the recap there. Romo, you know, because they made they made it from nine seconds to ten seconds. Romo was very clear about saying, "Oh, that's big," because then I can get two plays yeah. in, uh, and then still kick a field goal if they need to. But as soon as it went from ten to six, he was like, "Oh, you got to kick it." So he completely changed. Right, his right, mind. right. Um, yeah, I mean, they did probably, for sure. I mean, that play ran four seconds, so yes. But do you, on, and just on the off chance, something happens and you use it up? I don't. I, I can't make a huge deal about I that. I think that it's one. I, I just think it's one of the things that's going to fly under the radar. I was losing my mind a bit over it. Like, it is, for everybody that's going to sit on, on shows and everything around the country today and talk about how Patrick Mahomes is a golden god, and he absolutely is, I'm trusting him in that situation to make the right decision with those six six seconds of golden God. Um, okay, so here's how I would characterize this game. If it were, how can I put this? If it were a game in the middle of a 10 a.m. window on Sunday, and we were doing our standard guessing lines without the stakes, without all the bets, with all our prop bets, without the legacies, right? Let's say this is a Saints-Bucks game in an early window, but the game script is exactly as it is. I don't think we do even a whole segment on it. I think halfway through the segment, I go, Kelly, next? Because I don't, because I was asked yesterday, like, where does this rank? Will Will had me on the, was kind enough to have me on his podcast. And he asked me, where does this game, where does the Super Bowl rank amongst all Super Bowls? And I said, well, just by virtue of the fact that it went to overtime, and it's only the second overtime game of all time, the Patriots Falcons famously being the first, also involving Kyle Shanahan. We'll get to legacies here momentarily. It's it's immediately top half because of the competitive nature of it, but like, is it an all timer top five? No, like I'm I'm struggling. You think about iconic plays in Super Bowl history. We didn't have one yesterday. Like it was just kind of this game. Where, by the way, I don't think Shanahan made like even one of his Mount Rushmore errors yesterday. I I agree. Right. I agree. Like I don't I. 
yes, was it a body of work where maybe they should have run on the second and five when they went to Kittle, when they had a chance to just sort of ice the game away? Sure. Um, should they have called a timeout earlier at the end of the first half? Sure. Getting now to this overtime thing, let me just wedge this into the conversation. So this is going to be a major talking point throughout all sports media today. And I don't know if you know this about sports media, but they're kind of black and white. They don't do nuance very well, <laughs> right. right? They don't do gray areas. And, and I want to just harken back to last week with the, or two weeks ago, rather, Championship Sunday with the Lions, where I just kind of emphasize some things are subjective and some things are objective. So when Dan Campbell goes for it on fourth down and then he goes for it on the subsequent fourth down rather than kicking field goals, I thought he should have kicked field goals, but that doesn't make me right. Those are subjective decisions. When he ran the ball, when he had all three timeouts with a minute left and had to waste that timeout, running there was the last thing you should have done. That is objectively wrong. Just like when he went for two against Dallas from the seven was objectively wrong. Just like Kyle Shanahan, the way that he played out the first half against the Packers was objectively wrong. Some things, some things are opinions. Some things are just wrong. This thing about receiving for overtime in the postseason is not objectively wrong. It is subjective. Now, here's the thing. There are reports this morning, um, I think first by the ringer. Well, keep going. You, you want me to add those in there? Yes, it was the ringer. It was the ringer. Okay. And there, yeah. So there are reports that the Niners did not talk about the new overtime postseason rules, that they were not prepped for this, whereas the Chiefs had done so. Now, let me just give you an example. Well, and, and it was the the player, some of the players confused on the rules. Shanahan knew exactly Shanahan what he knew was exactly. Let me finish. Let me, let me go through my whole spiel. You're cutting me off here. Because this, this is, you're right. These are all the nuances. These are all the nuanced parts of this. Because one thing can be true, but that doesn't mean the other stuff is wrong. Exactly what you're saying. So, just to give you an idea, Steve Fezzik and I, when we went to, you know, he's like, hey, you want to come at Caesars? Uh, you know, this is a month and a half ago. Well, we're on treadmills. Steve Fezzik and I are talking about, hey, when the postseason comes, how do you think teams should optimally play the overtime? If we are talking about it in a gym in December, the Niners ought to have talked about that. Okay. But what you said, Kelly, is right. Shanahan knew exactly what he was doing. And the answer to the question is, for those who are saying, oh, you absolutely have to defer. By the way, when the rules changed, most of the articles say this gives teams an opportunity to defer because then you'll know what the other team does. The reason that Shanahan receives, though, is he believes, and I subscribe to this, that having the ball third potentially still trumps all of the other reasons. Not massively, but incrementally so, it is still the correct move. By the way, if your defense is tired too, you could throw that in the mix, whatever, all the, all the, subjective, all the other subjective reasons. But it is not like college, where it is fair ups from the plus 25. Ron Flatter texted me, right? He thought he was so, he was like, oh. And then when, he kicked, when the Niners end up kicking the field goal on uh, the first possession of overtime, he goes, and that's why you defer. I'm like, that's not why you defer, Ron. Um, it's not like college. He's like, it's just like college. It's not just like college. Neither answer is a hundred percent correct. Here's what is objectively what you're supposed to do. If the Niners do score a touchdown, they absolutely kick the extra point. That's what you have to do. And then the Chiefs must respond with a six and then try to go for the two-point conversion. But that's part of the Niners strategy of kicking an extra point if they score a touchdown, forcing you to go for the two, because you have to succeed twice, in other words. And if the other team doesn't do that, right, if they match you, you get the ball in the sudden death situation. So that is why Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan did what he did. 
it, there, there's going to be a bunch of people to, to, to you know today are going to say all over the place how wrong that was. It's not wrong. It didn't work out for them, but it's not wrong. Yeah, agreed. I, I think that there is. Uh, I love the new rule because I think that there is the way that I first took it. I was I was surprised when he received a little bit, but um, the more I was thinking about it last night. Kind of like you said, I, I don't know that there is, it, it's not a black and white thing. It's, it's not, not. I just don't think it's, I, I do think, like you, you, you mentioned the defense. I do think that's fair in situations like this going forward. If teams feel that way, hey, my defense is gassed. I got to get my offense out there. I think you can kind of make an argument for either side here. I don't, the one that you don't, everybody just going black and white. This is like college football. That's not, it's not it's the not. case because it, dur- it does turn into sudden death again. That's right. So that obviously having that third possession is a bit of an advantage. It makes on it the, completely different on the flip side. No, I understand the argument of knowing what you have to get. If you, if you kick off and defer, right. Knowing that, Basically, you might have an extra down available to you, right? That if you know you have to go for it on fourth, it opens up the playbook, opens up play calling of what you can do. I get both sides. I think it's very situational. I love the dual rule because of that. I don't think it's yeah. black and white of whether you should whether you should be kick, uh, kicking it or taking the ball. Yes, is it strange that the Niners hadn't talked about it? It is. That Shan- part's weird. But yes. Shanahan knew exactly yep. what he was doing. You can disagree with it, but it doesn't make you right, just like it doesn't make me right thinking Dan Campbell should have field goal. It just doesn't. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This 
This is VSIN's Best Bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Omaha steaks are falling in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. For a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you get four air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free juiceless boneless pork chops with your order minimum purchase may apply omahasteaks.com slash vison do it get up there who's hungry you know every possible leg for a teaser came in last night uh, uh, uh yeah i'm well aware yeah got those absolutely yeah we discussed right. that several times that was a really good landing spot for those of you who are betting teasers good job lou finicaro as well yep shout out to lou came on last week said um i know it's not the uh quote sharp thing to do but i like to tease totals in the nfl and uh, he came on, made a great case, and he was betting like 10-point teasers in the game. He was betting the Niners up to plus eight, and the total every which way but loose in that. So that landing spot was perfect for something along those lines. Um, next year, as we'll look at the f- uh, the future board, and also the win totals are, are out already. Now, I'm not going to get involved with the win total this early, but the Chiefs are 10.5 over minus 130, what we're seeing this morning. Yeah, and the Niners are 11 and a half. That's too high. Niners going to go 12 and 5? It's a big number. Yeah. Niners under, Chiefs over. That's what I say. At 10 and a half, I think that's... Now, good point, but a lot of people have been sending stuff in about a lot of these guys are going to get paid for Kansas City's defense. It's, it's inevitable. Sooner rather than later. But that's... And sometimes when people get a couple of rings, it's like, okay, I got paid now. Or excuse me. I got my ring. Now I'm going to get paid. Yeah. But that's, well, uh, Arizona, what are the Arizona Rams? Arizona will be better. Ram, Rams were a playoff team. Sure. Seattle will be better. Rams, by the way, had a lot of uh, young players this year. Who now, how about this? How about what happened in Seattle with the Ryan Grubb? Oh, I know. What's going on in Alabama, Luke? You lose your offensive coordinator already. Yeah. He's going to be the OC with Seattle. Everyone's connecting the dots. They're going to draft Penix now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem with it. But that's the so Seattle could be improved, but still it's that's between their injuries and that's a that's hard to win twelve games. It is the Chiefs would have to win eleven, obviously under the scenario. It's minus one thirty. We'll see how the schedule plays out a little bit later on in May. But here's your look at Super Bowl odds for next year. The Niners are the shortest shot at plus five fifty. Chiefs are plus six fifty. Would you have any desire or recommendation here for the Chiefs to win the AFC? Not necessarily this early in the season, but as we get closer, if like three to one or plus three fifty is going to be around on that yeah. possible bet. Yeah, because if they figure to win the division again, they win it every damn year. Right. Now that's how do you rank the biggest contenders in the AFC? Oh boy. Do we automatically put the Ravens as? Um, yeah. Public enemy number one for KC? Yeah. And then what? Do you want to do Bills? No. No way. I, I think I'd probably have to go Bengals. Same thing. I'd go Bengals too. Right. I think, I think I might go Bengals one. I'm not concerned about Miami. I'm not con- Buffalo. Come on. Buffalo finds a way to lose. I'm intrigued by the Chargers and what Harbaugh can do in year one and Same turn this year. around. Texans, right? Can they do this again? Texans could, are going to be a force. Could they do it? And another one? How about the Browns? Yeah. I don't even see the Browns right now on the uh, first sheet here. I see Jacksonville, though. I don't want 30 to 1 on Jacksonville. No, not enough there. Um, you can get a better number on the Browns right now than a team like the Jaguars. 
Browns would be a little intriguing to me. A good division, I get it, but... Well, you did. You lost your quarterback and you lost your star running back. Sure. And you're going to get this defense figured out. Why yeah. you were so bad on the road. There they are, 35-1. to That might be the team. I, I might have some interest there. But again, it's super early to get involved with this stuff. Um, but at 35-1, to one, hell, you know what? To be completely fair, I did bet the Jets last year on January 26th at 45-1. to one. Mm-hmm. But that was before they got Aaron Rodgers and the thought was they were going to get that guy. So I took a swing. If he doesn't get hurt, I said they're not going to be, you know, we're not, we're not talking about a Jets Super Bowl victory here probably if he doesn't get hurt. But um, so I have tied up money for a year before and uh, that would be the one team that kind of catches my eye. Buccaneers are 70 to one. Any consideration there in that division or the Falcons maybe at 35 to one if they get a quarterback? Yes, Atlanta. Now you see here more stuff, maybe Fields. Because now it's Chicago, all the reports are Chicago's going to want a haul and then some for number one. So it's not going to happen. The the Bears are taking Williams. So where does Fields go? And I would like to see him go to Atlanta. Would would you... I like Atlanta more than Tampa if that happens. Put it this way. Would you rather have a bet on the Falcons at 35-1 to with Justin Fields or with Kirk Cousins? Oh, Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Field still isn't a passer. I also think, like, where does Russell Wilson end next year? Good, I don't know. Good point. Maybe does Minnesota if Cousins leaves? And who's going to end up in Pittsburgh? Are they going to yeah. run it back with Kenny Pickett? Well, he'll have to compete for the job. I still think that's an under-the-radar spot for Russell Wilson to go to. Okay. If they could make something like that work. I think Wilson to the Steelers would be, would be a pretty decent pickup. To the point of where, I mean, they, they won nine games again this year. If the defense could ever stay healthy. Now, he was no great shakes in Denver, but he also wasn't awful this past year. It appears the Vikings are going to move on and rebuild. I think so, yep. So what happened? Cousins is number one at that list. Where does he wind up? Yeah, I don't want a piece of the Vikings at 55-1. to one. Yeah. Um, what if the Raiders were to get Kirk Cousins? I like it be good i think they're a playoff team this you can they're kidding themselves with this o'connell stuff oh no kidding yeah, that, that's not going to happen come on knock it off no they have to make an adjustment for sure you have plenty of weapons go get a guy who can you know throw it down the field take shots right yeah and, i uh, mean as we're talking this through paulie i mean like are we sure the afc is going to be as good as we thought in previous years i want to see what what does denver do that's another one yeah could have made the playoffs what does that look like what does harbaugh do with the chargers yeah. AFC North stacked again. Don't don't you call the Chargers a complete wild card? They Figuring are. Herbert's going to come yeah. back. They were a playoff team two years ago. Now, what happens with Gardner Minshew? Because you're going to have Richardson back, and he's going to be the starter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, maybe someone will take a flyer on him. They, the guy almost made the playoffs. Yeah, I wonder. And what happens to Tannehill? Is he just a career backup now? Gonna be, I assume he's going to be a backup? Probably. And he, well... Name, name a spot where he could go and become the starting quarterback. I, I just, I don't know if that exists anywhere. And certainly he's not going to be the starter in Tennessee next year. Art Smith connection, Pittsburgh. Then he had big numbers, uh, good numbers when he was at Tennessee and oh, I yeah, was he the was, OC. He was good. Okay. He was good. Um, Man, I, I gotta see. I gotta see the draft free agency. See what. Oh, no happens. question. Nothing. Nothing no. jumps out. You're not, I, nothing. I would say to your, to your question on uh, Gardner Minshew. I think the Colts are going to have to. I mean, after what happened in his rookie season, the way the Richardson plays, you're going to have to pay a backup quarterback enough money 
Well, yeah. As an insurance policy. You no, know, you have to. No, no question. Uh, yep, that's fair. Whether it's him or somebody else like that would be considered along the same tier as Minshew as a backup quarterback. Now, they're going to have to pay, um, if he would go on somewhere, they're going to have to pay a Tyrod Taylor or a uh, Tyler Huntley or somebody like that to come in to be the backup. And that wouldn't be the worst thing ever. But, I don't know, Raiders 101? I think they're a playoff team next year if they get the right quarterback. You want, yeah. any, you want anything, going back to the top of the board, you want anything to do with the, with the Eagles? Now, that's interesting. Yeah, 20 to 1. Now, they got, did a good job with the coordinators. An excellent job with the coordinators. Because Sirianni got exposed here late in the season. I mean, and, and they will fix Hurts. Now, you got Reddick. Reddick was asked, uh, asked for a trade, so they granted that. He can chop himself. That's how I would start the season, though, too. I would go Ravens at Kansas City Thursday, and I would have Browns against the Eagles from Brazil, in Brazil? Friday. That's how I'd start the Here's season. Here's the thing. If we go back to, let's say, pre-Thanksgiving this year, if I told you that you were going to be able to get the Eagles at 20-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl and a nice number to win the NFC in like the next two or three years, I think you kind of would have laughed at me. When they got off to that great start again this year, that's they were, not bad. They, Howie Roseman's good. They'll they'll make some changes. They'll oh. fix things, and they should have won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they're never content. Yeah, they're they're always super aggressive. Now it's their turn, right? No one repeats in that division, so it'll be their turn now after yeah. the Cowboys win it. And I think yeah, you're actually buying quite low on the Eagles at this point. I really do. You want any part of the Cowboys at the same price? Huh? Mike Zimmer now? Can't do it. No, I can't, I can't get involved yeah, can't with Mike be. McCarthy and yeah. Dak Prescott. Yeah, I just uh, no, thank you. The, the Jets are also twenty five to one. I want no piece it's of It's a that hard either. pass. Oh no, yeah, it, big mistake by Woody Johnson to bring Salah back. Enormous mistake considering who was out there. What number would you need on the Bears, thinking that they take Caleb Williams and he turns into like he's C.J. Stroud good this year? I want to see who the other pick is. That's a good division. I know you're high on the Packers well, and yeah. Detroit. Come on, look at that division. Even if the Vikings rebuild. I want to see if what the Bears do with the other pick as well. If they go Williams and Adunze, I like it. I don't think Adunze is going to be there. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. No, every mock. It, again, Was he going six, five? Oh, they, they got this dude shooting up the charts. Wow. Yeah. But if he's there, if they get Williams and Adunze, I mean, watch out. I agree. I agree. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.